me. So I ended up having like a little get together in my house. I live in a neighborhood that I just moved into. I didn't know a lot of people in the community. So I went on the local Facebook page and I was like, Hey moms, I'm out leave BYOB. I'm like, so witty, bring your boobs, your bottle and your baby. Let's breastfeed together. If you bring a bottle of wine, like come hang out. So my husband who's ex industry made this like insane spread of food and 19 random women. She came to my house. You never met before. That's amazing. And that's so you, that is so you, I would never be like, come to my house and like hang out. But you would totally do that and love it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Moms That Say Fuck, hosted by yours truly, Alana Kapitz and Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm Alana, the CEO and founder of Moms Toronto. We're on a mission to bring moms together and give them a great day, revolutionizing maternity leave. And I'm Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm a pediatrician and pediatric emergency medicine doctor. I provide no-nonsense child health advice, dispelling myths, and empowering parents to parent confidently and raise your healthiest kids. Together, we have six kids under eight. We are eager to chat with other moms, entrepreneurs, and interesting people about everything from sex to alcohol, sleep woes, and body shaming. We aren't afraid to talk about taboo topics or share our many opinions. We say it like it is and want to get to the heart of the issues facing moms and caregivers everywhere. Come join us. Hi, folks. <laughs> friends, as Dina would say. <laughs> friends. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. Good afternoon. Good, Good afternoon. morning. Good Whenever evening. you're listening. Good night. 2 a.m. Yes. Well, welcome. Uh, you're live. This is episode zero. I'm uh, Alana Kafitz, and I am Dr. Dina Kulik. Dr. Dina. Dr. Dina. And we're here uh, recording our first podcast. How do we sound, Julian? Good? Awesome. Julian's great. with us. And you could hear in the background, Alana's baby is chomping away, literally breastfeeding as we speak. Oh, this is the real deal, guys. We got a suckler. (laughs) So welcome to our first episode of whatever this is going to be. Name to be determined. But Dina and I decided we we want to work together uh, on a little project for this podcast. And uh, we're going to walk you through some stuff, Uh, primarily a little bit about ourselves and... uh, then perhaps our, our businesses, what we do, a little bit of our family, and go from there. That might not be the real agenda, but we'll, we'll try. We will roll with that. We'll roll with that. Um, <laughs> Essa is cheating, choking, choking sneezing. <laughs> is, we are legit mommies here. We're legit mommies. We're legit mommies. So, Dina, when you, when you asked me to do this podcast, what were you thinking? What was going through your mind? I was thinking, I've been thinking about doing a podcast for a long time. I've done kind of bits of media here and there. Uh, and I thought it'd be just a cool avenue to talk to people, reach more people, have a good conversation. And I thought you're a old friend. I've known you for a million years and you're also a mommy entrepreneur Mm -hmm. and you've got a couple kids now and it'd be fun to catch up and shoot the shit and just talk about things affecting mommies. Yeah. I love it. Like when Dina actually texted me, she's like, I have an idea. Let's do a project. I was like, I'm down for anything. Doctor. I think you're like, we're done. We're done. She's like, <laughs> I'm like yes. let's go. Yeah. So it's interesting. Cause for me, I find like I, we have a community that we reach yes. doing mom's to which we'll get into in a bit. And you also have a community that you reach with obviously all your ventures, mm-hmm. kids crew and et cetera. Um, sorry, I'm nursing. So if the volume of my voice goes up and down, it's cause I'm looking up and down <laughs> at my kid. Um, but honestly, I just feel like there's a very large community of people who might be interested in some fun, cool shit we're going to talk about. Totally. And uh, this is a way to like just reach the masses. So we hope you enjoy it. We're going to laugh a lot, hopefully. I hope, hope so. you think we're kind of funny. Yeah. No promises. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. 
and we're going to just uh, shoot the shit. So today we're just going to take turns interviewing interviewing each other. How does that sound? That's good. So Dina is a good friend of mine. Let's start mm-hmm. from the top. Sure. Dina and I met at? Uh, in Israel. In Israel. Were you at camp first? Nope. Was not. Was not. Really? So that is the summer we went to Israel? Yes. So we I were 16 knew- years old. Yeah, 16, 15, 16, yeah. yeah. 20 years. So I now knew you know I knew mutual friends, Tali and Emma. We went to school together. Yeah, because Dina's from Ottawa and I'm from Toronto. Exactly. And I had previously gone to another summer camp for like 14 years or some crazy amount of time. CBB? CBB, yeah, yeah. not 14 years, nine years, 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I was good friends with them and I wanted to go to Israel. I thought that'd be a cool thing. Um, so I went and I met Alana and a bunch of other girls um, and people started dating another guy, not my current husband, but another guy. Have you seen him recently, by the way? No, but interestingly... He's so hot. Uh, and no. Dina, no. And he's, he's like, so tatted up. He's so yes, sexy. Yes, and he's an amazing artist. And like he's, he's a great entrepreneur, actually. Yeah, he's, exactly. So, oh yeah, my God. that's a he's whole like, other story. We'll come back to that, but <laughs> but I might be partnering with them in some way, too, which oh, is cool. interesting. Um, comes full circle. So, yeah, so I started dating this guy, and then um, we the next year we were still dating, so then I came to camp with you guys right. after having done the Israel thing and staying close with everyone, yeah. started dating Elon. Went to camp with you guys, so then we were in Madatz together for right. the year. Dean and I went to Jewish sleepaway camp together. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. We were CITs or That's whatever. Right. Yeah. And then I stopped dating Elon about two years in or whatever. Yeah. And then went up to see mutual friends like you guys right. um, that next summer. Uh-huh. And that's when I started dating Andrew, who's now my husband. That's so crazy. Yes. Um, that okay, visitor uh, weekend? That's what happened? That visitor weekend, oh yes. Yeah. So we both went God. up to visit friends uh-huh. and there was no extra beds. They like had ran out of beds that weekend. Of Literally. So we get there and like, shit, there's too many people here. Where are we going to put you guys? Uh-huh. So it's a funny story. So uh, a friend of ours, of Andrews and mine, Kyle, uh-huh. was like, well, I have one bed in my cabin. We're like, okay, I guess we'll share a bed. <laughs> it was a top single bunk. Oh my God. So me and Andrew shared this top no single way. bunk for two nights. And we were like kind of friends. We uh-huh. knew each other. We weren't like friends, uh-huh. but we shared a bunk together and we left boyfriend and girlfriend. That's so So bizarre. Funny. Like so bizarre. That's like camp accelerated. Yeah, exactly. Way accelerated. That's so funny. Yeah. So we like, we're walking out of camp and uh-huh. we're like, yeah, so I guess we're together now. And like nothing even happened. Like we just slept <laughs> next to each other. Like it's so weird. But I don't know, we had some kind of connection and we kissed on the lips like this, like sweet, like camp I'm a kiss? nine-year-old kiss on the lips. And then we left and we like oh text each other. Moms, Dina. Hey, top bug moms. That's so funny. Um, yeah. And we've been together 18 years oh since God. then. Oh that was it. That God. was the start of our relationship. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I n- never went back to camp after that. But no, you didn't. Yes, I did not. But you continued for a bit. I did. Yeah. I was like a nerdy camp kid. I kept mm-hmm. going back. You're still so connected to that group too. Like, yeah, I love it. It's called yeah. Camp Gesher. I love it. Yeah. It was just this amazing, small, mm-hmm. cool camp. And all of my like closest friends are from there. Right. Uh, my pediatrician went there, mm-hmm. who's now my podcast <laughs> co-host, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. And yeah, I'm still like pretty connected to that community. Mm-hmm. So, but I like community. I think mm-hmm. that's what this is about. That's a podcast about. That's what Mom's T.O. is about. Yes. That's what Kid Crew is about. Like, I just exactly. love community. Yeah. Right? Bringing people together that's who right. have a shared interest, share goals. You know, for me, it's all around kids' health and uh, wellness for families and children and bringing everything together. That's the that's the goal of Kid Crew. And that's, that's what I've created. So that's right. my big brand. Yeah. Um, so tell us about Kid Crew, Dina. So Kid Crew... How did that happen? Um, okay, but hold on. Let's go on. So yes. we moved together from camp. Yes. And then we actually went to university together too. We yes. went to McMaster together. So I go to McMaster... No, I went to Mac Med School, but I went to U of T undergrad. I know. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. Is I yeah. was in my undergrad. Mm-hmm. Dina. God bless God bless Dina. You had to give her like a gold ribbon in life. <laughs> of accelerating life. This woman, I'm not kidding. 
Like I was an undergrad and you were already in medical school. Yeah. So I, I did uh, high school faster. I, I, um, did four years? I did four years and, and then, then I went two. to undergrad at U of T and I was lucky enough to get into Mac med school after three years. So I kind of skipped a couple of years and then I went to Mac med school, which is only three years. Right. So everything's kind of sped up in my life, which is right. sort of the but theme of my life. at that same gym, remember? Yeah. We used to go yeah. to that boutique gym at the yeah. same place mm-hmm. and you were already with Andrew. Yeah, yeah. So I dating Andrew around campus. Between high school okay, and university. So we went to university together. Yes. And we went to camp together. Yes. And then our, cro- our past sort of intersected again once I had my first kid. Exactly. Because you're my kid's doctors, exactly. by the way. This yeah. is my doctor, by the way, Gus. So, okay. yeah. So one day I see Elaine in the office and she's like, I had a kid. And I was like, that's so fun. Yeah. I'll be your doctor now. And then that was it. So now we're back together. That's great. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. So then, so that's how we know each other, basically. And... I've known Andrew Levy, her husband, since I was eight years old, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So it's a small world. A very small world, yes. Um, okay, so let's talk about Kid Crew. Uh, Kid Crew. So I saw a need to put everything together under one roof, as we see it. So I say one stop for kids' health. I felt as a pediatrician, as an eMERGE doctor, it was difficult to be sending people here, there, and everywhere for their kids' health needs. Um, I didn't want to be referring to this germ here and that respirologist there. I wanted everything kind of together. And it's... Uh, easier for us as doctors to refer down the hall when we have a question about something. You know, go see my derm down the hall. They can tell me what they see also. So that's what I did. I brought everyone together in, under one roof, and that is what Kid Crew is a big multi disciplinary so clinic. That. Um, it's like this beautiful mecca for like families. Oh, well, yeah, thank you. I mean, we want it to be a fun space. I really wanted it. I wanted kids to want to be there, to have fun playing there, parents to want to come, be happy when they left. Okay, so let me just quickly describe as a patient and the client, as kid crew, you walk in and it's like the happiest place on earth. It's like Disneyland <laughs> for kids. There's a play structure and their staff is friendly and there's stickers. And when you go to like the dental side, it's like really one stop stop. Like, let's say, okay, if we have any American listeners like this is envy this is Mm. like clinic envy for american listeners so my kid like had a stomach issue and i was like a gastroenterologist like specialist right there you can see my kid same day be like okay this is what's wrong like i didn't have to do anything i just called like my kid had a stomach issue and dean of course has a specialist who can take care of me so it's really just go online we'll we'll hyperlink it somewhere but you have to check out kid crew thank you very much yes we're very happy hopefully there'll be more of them etc but yeah i I think it's uh it's it was definitely novel and um and really unique and um you know people i don't think build clinics now they don't often build clinics clinics are you know people have money to build them which is part of the issue but um people build very sterile very unfriendly very whitewashed places and i wanted it to be fun and colorful and playful and anyway it's it's been it's worked out really nicely but like as a mom of four By the way, guys, Dina has four kids. I do. No small feet. Yes. So, um, so let's go through your kids. You have Dylan. I have Dylan, who's eight. Eight, Ryan is six. Uh, Jason is almost four. Cameron's almost four. He's this little thing that's almost four. And uh, and Austin is fifteen months now. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, I think perhaps what's interesting about what we'll learn along the way of this podcast adventure together is this like business mom. So this mom boss element of who you are and this sort of no bullshit approach to parenting sort of resonates in your life and in your work. So yeah, I I have this no nonsense, no bullshit kind of approach in life. I'm super transparent. I hate bullshit. Mm -hmm. I don't, I'm just like an open book in relationships. I've always been. And if you don't like it, okay, fuck you. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. You know, my, you know, my closest friends know me. I say everything. I mean, I'm not rude, but I don't like hidden anything. There's no, there's no role for that in my life. So, so that's how my medicine is too. You know, I I say it, how is it, how it is. And I roll with that. 
Yeah. And if you like it, that's cool. And I've got enough patients. I've got enough friends. I'm good. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. Um, but I think people really like that, actually. They I love think a it. lot of people don't like the how do you really feel? You know, people yeah. don't need to ask me, how do I really feel? I just, I just say, say it. How yeah. to say it. And yeah. uh, people like it so far. And I, I think what's going to be interesting for this podcast is maybe some of your patients and your clients and your mm-hmm. families will see a different side of you too, right? Totally. Because it's not yeah. going to be the same conversation you have yeah. at work, right? I think so. I think a lot of people know me on some kind of different level than most of uh, most other doctors. And I think it's why people come to me, actually. Right. They already read about me or they see, you know, Instagram about me or they've seen, seen my YouTube videos or something. They've read something. They already have this, you know, preconceived notion about me. It's it's quite interesting. Sometimes I walk in rooms and people almost like their eyes brighten up, like that's Dina and their kids too. Like their kids might have seen me online, and mm-hmm. it's interesting. There's some kind of like level of celebrity with some people, which is very interesting. Celebrity, yeah. celebrity, mini celebrity, mini well, doctor celebrity. Why do you think I hitched my my cart to this wagon? <laughs> I thought I was doing. Meanwhile, Shit. you have this big business too. So, yeah, so how did Mom's T.O. come to be? Okay. Uh, I had a kid a few years ago mm-hmm. and, uh, I wanted to die cause it was the worst thing that ever happened to me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like it was so hard. This is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is the worst thing ever. My son was 12 weeks postpartum and I was like, this is it. Really? This, what were you expecting? This is Mecca and Medina yeah. of my motherhood and my, like the culmination of everything I thought my adulthood would be. And this you, you thought bullshit. what? What did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be pretty and mm. I'd like bounce back and lose 70 pounds. Really? And that I would like, you know, go for lattes with my girlfriends right. and then it just hit me. Like the rose had fallen off the bud mm. and I'm like a very light, happy person. And I was going into some like dark and stormy places. Really? Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking bullshit. I think and a it, lot of people feel that way, by the way, they expect this, yeah. like, ah, my life is complete. This yeah. is exactly what I was expecting. Yeah. And then like breastfeeding may be challenging or like, they All don't feel so great physically or, you know, whatever it is, they feel moody and down and isolated. Right. I well, think too. Call, like chapter one is like breastfeeding sleep deprivation. Sure. Right. It's like yes. the definitive piece of, like a mother, I think's first experience of like, that's the Mack truck that hits you. So I really called it like the early days haze. And retrospectively, it is almost like a, honestly, a, a, a rite of passage you must go through in order to understand it. So I was just like way, way down by like, Oh my God, this is way harder. I'm not someone who, okay, this is the truth. I think if you're somebody who's done very well your whole life, you're someone who's an A plus student, you're like sort of skinny blonde girl, no offense, Tina. Um, <laughs> you know, you're an athlete. You've always like done very well in life. If you get hit by motherhood and like things don't go exactly your way, it's going to be like, right. My motherhood sucked hard. at the beginning too. We, we, can, we should definitely yeah. come back to this, but yeah. I did not enjoy. In fact, I've never really enjoyed the first three to four months of any of my kids, right. even though I know exactly what to anticipate. But that is not a time in my life that, that I really like. And no, my first sucked. My first had so many breastfeeding issues and I was studying right. for my P's boards exams. Like I was like, go the fuck to sleep so I could study. Yeah. It was terrible. It was no, and, no, and, and very isolating. Saying, right. Very isolating. That's exactly what happened to me. So yeah. I, think, I think my experience, I was like, I can't be the only person in the world who feels this way. Yeah. And I think for me, I was very, um, I was like not a party girl but I like my husband and I are foodies we love to go out to nice restaurants my husband's a retired chef was really well known in the industry um, you say retired as though he's like 80 no like, <laughs> he's no longer he's ex-industry well, he also is quite old and he's so handsome by the way not 80 not 80 um, but he is he is a different vintage than I am yeah. and he definitely has life experience and I think what happened was is like I was so devastated by what parenthood hmm. was um, and I was like I can't believe I can't believe this is it 
So I said to mom, there, there has to be a group of like a minded woman like me. And I had such a hard time breastfeeding. I remember I was at a fancy restaurant in downtown Toronto called Tironi's and it was a place we used to go. And my son was, I think 10 weeks old and he started screaming hysterically and needed to be nursed. And I have gigantic tatas. My breasts are huge. Already. As do I. Right. Especially breastfeeding. Yes. Yeah. But giant tits. And I like, I didn't like covering up my boobs and I couldn't, I was hot. It was like an Indian summer. It was October. It was so hot and I couldn't cover the baby because I would sweat and I just wasn't comfortable. And I remember having a glass of wine in front of me and feeling like people were giving me cut eye because I was breastfeeding mm. at the table with a glass of wine. So we did like, the exact same thing in Yoso's with yeah. my third. We're like, like having fish in front of us and I'm like breastfeeding and everyone around is watching me and I was like, guys. And he was like, two weeks old right like there's no choice so what am i gonna do you know i'm right. gonna leave the restaurant so yeah i've been there done that too well that's exactly yeah. it so like i think for me what happened was and in that moment it was like this pivotal almost like upper white white middle class privilege where i was like i can't breastfeed in public at my favorite <laughs> restaurant i have to do something about it <laughs> so that's what happened it's like mom's CEO is like a is is a result of just accidental entrepreneurship but really out of a place of like desperation of needing a sense of self and identity that's sort of like okay i'm very much my own person and my own women woman and i have my own identity adjacent to my children and i like need to do things that are definitive for me so i ended up having like a little get together in my house i live in a neighborhood that i just moved into i didn't know a lot of people in the community so i went on the local facebook page and i was like hey moms i'm out leave byob i'm like so witty bring your boobs your bottle and your baby let's breastfeed together if you bring a bottle of wine like come hang out so my husband who's ex-industry made this like insane spread of food and 19 random women she came to my house that you've never met before that's amazing and that's so you right that is so you i would never be like come to my house and like hang out but you would totally do that and love it and they're like and i remember this french woman she was like excuse me um are you selling something i was like (laughs) no would you like to buy something i'm like i got nothing to sell sweetie i just like wanted to meet some people and 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 breastfeed in my own house and like see if there's like minded women right essa my daughter's cooing she's seven weeks old by the way and she's quite gorgeous not biased at all. Um, anyways, so that's what ended up happening is uh, you like this. I'm talking directly to you. She's like loving this attention. Um, that's what happened. So, you know, uh, fast forward a few years later, we've had like 6,500 women come through our events and programs. Amazing. It's turned into this like, I would say maybe the largest network of women on maternity leave who actually connect outside of Facebook. And they really connect. Like your, your followers are so engaged and interested and you know, like she is like these people that work for her that are like doing it volunteering because they just the love yeah. working on this project. This it's amazing. No, I think it's the best thing ever. I'm like, I want all sorts of people to like so love, love. what we do that they're yeah. like volunteering their time because they're so passionate about it. That's like, what it is. there's nothing better. It's the best thing. I really feel like I'm come from the nonprofit sector. So I really know how to like make a movement, get mm. people excited about an idea, yeah. but I'm excited about it. So I think often like, um, charisma is infectious right? yeah, and your passion for it. Right. I think yeah. people loved it. And I think a lot of people, it resonated. I was like, Oh, a self-selecting group of women are going to want to like day drink and like have babies in tow. No, it's a much larger yeah. group than self-selected. It's <laughs> yes. like, actually, I would say probably, you know, four to five women like love coming to our events and right. programming and find it really comfortable. Um, and because they don't want to be by themselves and not everyone has other besties that are off on mat leave at the exact same time as them having a best friend on mat leave i'm not kidding is winning 
the the lottery of maternity right. leave. If you don't have somebody who's like your person, mm-hmm. it can be a very lonely and I never have. I never have. Like I've, I found yeah. friends. Actually, my closest friends now are people that I met with my mat leave with Dylan. Yeah. And I didn't, I took six months off and I was right. studying. Like it wasn't, wasn't a typical mat leave. I've never taken a typical mat leave. Yeah. But those are like my closest friends. People I met randomly through other people like play dates or mm-hmm. music, music programs or whatever. Cause it, it really does bind you with that, um, Whatever all that is, the frustration, the fear, the fatigue, the I call it the sisterhood of, of motherhood. Yeah, that's totally. what I call it. And yeah. you know what's interesting for me, Dina, is like I would go to those like banging drums and basement shit where you pay twenty yeah. bucks and no one talks to each other. Right. It's like this is bullshit. Yeah, banging drums and basements. I was like, I hate going to music <laughs> classes in basements where yes. no one talks to each other. If right. I was hosting it, if I ran a company, I'd be like Let's call this like musics and momosas. Like right. you have to, you have to connect with other women. You'll notice that things come back to alcohol a lot with Elena and and hanging out with a glass of something. Well, that's it for yeah. me. So the brand that we went on was sort of tongue in tongue in cheek, also, which was mommies that like to wine. And the double entendre there, of course, is so obvious. Please understand that. <laughs> um, but honestly, it's not about the wine and it's not about the booze at all. To yeah. be honest, it's, it's about, about chilling. It's about chilling and it's about making a choice as a woman and as a person to say like. I am an adult woman and I can, I know what's right for me. Yeah. And listen, alcoholism is a serious issue. It's not my issue, but it is a serious, serious so probably we're not the mommy club for you. Yeah. If, if that's your demon, um, we can get into that to another time. I'd love to hmm. dig deep into, um, that reality. And I'd love to like interview somebody. I actually have somebody in mind, um, who could talk about like women's relationship to alcohol. Cause right. I think that's like, but most people serious. are not addicts No, and most people are happy to just have a glass. Even if you don't finish the glass, just having the conversation amongst other women with a glass of wine. Like most of the time there's nothing wrong with that. And it's very, you know, it's, it's almost like let's pretend we were the same woman we were before the baby, right. but we now have the baby in tow. Like why change your entire life? have the same sort of life, but have the baby there too. And I think that's the reality, Dina, is that when people come to our events, we have one motto and that's give moms a good day. Right. And what we really try to do is put moms at the center of the conversation of motherhood as opposed to baby. You know, if you ever saw that opening scene, like if we were going to like splice in like an image right now from like uh, Monty Python, hmm. um, that beginning of the world where like the, it's such a medicalized process and everyone forgets about the mother who just delivered the baby. Right. Totally. That's actually like, it's not so it's, it's funny cause it's true. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, we have some very specific things that we do about ways that we execute our events and programs that make sure that we put women at the center of their, of the conversation. So plus I think I'm a very, to some degree, just the way that like you're no bullshit doctor. I'm a very relatable woman. I'm like, you know, um, I love Instagram and what it has done for sort of the mom industry. Um, in terms of really making sure women don't feel alone yeah, all, totally. all day. There's always other people that feel the exact same way. Yeah. They're going through the exact same thing. But truly, I would say like on a very daily basis, many times a day, people ask questions like they're the only people that ever have those questions. And really, everyone has the same concerns, the same questions. They're going through the same annoyance, the same sleep deprivation, whatever. We all have a very shared experience um, in motherhood, no matter where you come from, who you are, how many friends you have on mat leave, et cetera. Right. And yeah. I think for me, like, what was the most surprising is I had friends on maternity leave, but I wasn't connecting with those people. Mm. And I was so surprised, like in my pregnancy, I was like, oh, these are women I'm going to be like best friends with my maternity leave. Right. And I had nothing to do with them. And here, walk in like a year and a half later, these 12 women from across the GTA, the greater Toronto area, from every race, ethnicity, socioeconomic status, physical ability. And these are, these are the women who I talk to like you, Dina, like 15, 20 times a day, you right. know, nonstop text messaging yes. <laughs> from 6am to 11pm. Yeah. Like that's my reality right. with these women. And why do you think, why do you think you connected more to those women than the women you thought you would or previous friends maybe? Because I, I don't know. It's a good question. I think to some degree, um, 
geography was a little bit jarring to me, meaning like I was people usually hang out with people who live in their neighborhood because that's what's accessible. Yeah. But I love about this is that it's just women that I would have never, ever, ever connected with or met if it wasn't for mom's to And I think because everyone's a little bit like-minded, like these are women who like to be creators. They're women who like to build foundation. They like to bring people together. They might not necessarily be the biggest personality in the room, but they, but they get it. They get what we're trying to do. So. And they also want to be out with other women they may not know otherwise. Correct. Which is a different kind of person. I mean, some people, most people I find, either want to be by themselves or they want to be with the people they know. And it's a little bit more difficult to like reach out beyond themselves in their normal community. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's where Mom's TO sort of has come from. We're pretty new on the landscape in the, the mom world, I would say. Um, and... We're looking for world domination. So if you want <laughs> Taking over. to come to yeah. your city, reach out. <laughs> no, seriously, plug. I'm like hoping this year that like we'll do something in Vancouver, maybe Montreal, Hamilton, Ottawa. It's amazing. But tons and tons of work. Yeah. Planning events is, I'm sure, a shitload of work. It is a shitload of work. But what I'm learning about the advent of social media, which is so crazy as a millennial mom, um, I'm just like at the tip of millennial mom. Like I know what Snapchat is. I know how to use it. But <laughs> I sort of live and breathe on Instagram. Um, it's that like, as I become more of an Instagram face of Moms T.O., what I actually like about the Moms T.O. brand is like we have women from Winnipeg and Vancouver and New York and London. They're all chiming in. Um, to like the personality that is mom's TO, which is like lots of mom humor. This is the real deal. And I hope this podcast will also bring some of that flavor flave. Right. That's what I'm hoping. Bring more people in. Yeah. Yes. Um, so we're, we're hoping to talk about really everything, right? So we, you know, we touched on, you know, the alcohol piece of it, you know, we'll talk about anything, right? Breastfeeding in public, smoking pot, having sex with your partner, not having sex with your partner. We're going to have sex with our partners, by the way. Right. Everyone should be having sex with their partners. We definitely have to come back to that because that's a, that's a big one. That's a, a big thing. I find a lot of my friends, most of my friends I feel like are not, um, and everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, many people put everything into their kids. You know, they have their babies and their entire world's change and kids are, are where it's at and that's all that's important. And I think it's a shame. I think it's a shame to not be focusing on the partner anymore. So we'll definitely be talking more about that. Yeah. What, are, what other things we have in store, Dina? Do you want, I, I mean, for me, I really want to talk about, I want to see what kind of guests we can have sure. uh, on our show. Mm-hmm. Dina and I have a pretty nice looking Rolodex of people that we think are interesting, totally. uh, whether or not they're medical professionals or people from a variety of different walks of life. So uh, we'll get some interviews up in here, but it might be just Dina and I shooting the shit about some interesting topics, just chatting um, about stuff. But you know, tr- right. also too, if you guys want to reach out and you know you want to hear more about sleep stuff, food stuff, how we got our bodies back, how we didn't get our bodies I back, get my body back. Um, <laughs> Dina did. I did. Uh, I don't know managing different kids. I mean, I, I have a slew of kids. You have a couple kids. Yeah. You know um, how we manage stuff or don't. Yeah, I, I'm very interested to talk about entrepreneurship stuff because yeah, not as I mean, there's definitely many many moms out there that start businesses, but that's daunting for a lot of people. Hashtag mom boss. Hashtag mom boss. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lots of things to come. Yeah. And I think it's going to be interesting for us. I think especially that mom boss piece. I'm finding what's interesting. And Dina, you can tell me, I don't know why you started Kids Crew. Like personally, I know why professionally, but I find for a lot of women that I meet who decide to pick uh, an entrepreneurial route is because they are sort of sick of being shackled to the ins and outs of a normal day job. And they want to have sort of the freedom to be parents when they want. Uh, and what they, I think people quickly learn as an entrepreneur myself is like, you're way busier as an entrepreneur right. than you ever were shackled to a desk. And in many other hours too, right? Like yeah. you're doing it at 11 PM or 2 AM right. or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think when you're sort of the captain of your own ship, 
and you have to uh, steer and, and uh, what's it called? Like manage all of the, w- the waves that come your way. Yeah. That can sometimes be a lot harder than whatever Excel sheet you were like, you know, toiling at for somebody else. But I think honestly, the interesting thing about a millennial mom, and I'll go back to that, um, are women of, of 2018 is that like women, I think need more from their yeah. life then they need meaning, right? They need passion yeah. and they're willing perhaps to take a pay cut for that because yeah. they might, they need to believe in something. They have and to control. And love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And control. And I think now women are moving and men too, moving more and more towards passion based work. What right. they, what do they, what will fuel them? What will give them energy, et cetera. And so for a lot of moms, they're, you know, wanting to pursue their dream, right? I mean, for me, I never really had a normal job. I, I'm an emerge doctor. So I work weird hours. I worked last night. I mean, that's not typical work. And then I worked for other people in pediatric clinics, but I wanted, more. I wanted to have my own vision come to fruition versus just waiting for someone else to build it for me. And I had enough of a following, enough of a patient base that I felt comfortable, you know, branching out and doing my own thing. And it's, you know, it's it's been amazing. We we have 27,000 patients at Kid Crew now. What did you say about 45,000? Now 50. So I posted like maybe a week ago that there was 45,000 visits to Kid Crew uh, in in the year. And we hit 50,000 last week. Like, so many kids it's crazy and amazing and overwhelming and a ton of work um but super rewarding to know that what we've built has been really uh, accepted and and valued by the community people are asking us daily can we open one in vaughn can we open one in kingston you know mm-hmm. so it's it's taken off it's been amazing that's unbelievable Tina. yeah it's amazing and what do you think is about you and your personality because a lot of people have great ideas right yeah a lot di- ideas are a dime a dozen but yeah. it's execution yeah what is it about you dr dina kulik yeah that you were able to actually pull the, pl- I mean, you pulled the lever, right? So yes. what is it about pulling the lever? What were you, in your personality, what do you think it is? Uh, I mean, certainly I'm very driven, but I'm also pretty OCD. And like, if I think of an idea, I got to like do the idea. And like, I got to do it yesterday. Like I sent her, I sent her Lena this text. I don't know how, my three weeks ago. And I was like, I have an idea. She's like, I'm in. And I was like, do you want to know what the idea is? And she's like, it's a podcast. She's like, I'm in too. Anyway, I'm into whatever. Let's do whatever. And, uh, and here we are a couple weeks later. Like, it, you know, when I want to do something, I do it. And I don't let fear or, you know, any kind of normal reasoning stop me. You know, I come home and I'm like, I have an idea, another idea to, to, to Andrew, my husband. And he's like, what, what is it now? Like, what are we doing now? What else are we jumping in with your entire body? Um, I'm just really driven that way. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I need to, and I need to check off boxes. I don't procrastinate anything. I, I don't have the ability to turn off, you know, ideas in my head. So awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tina, listen, I think you and I could shoot the shit all night long. Julian, I think we hit our 30 minute mark. Moms, listen, we love you so much. We want to bring you the best in class when it comes to content. So um, stay tuned for some really cool shit. But Dina, this is really exciting. Yes. I'm really um, looking forward to our next topics. But um, let's pause there. How about how's that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good to episode me. Episode zero done. Episode zero done. On to episode one next time. So stay stay tuned and we'll see you all soon, I guess. Social media, our website. Oh, we won't see you. Well, we're there. You could find us. <laughs> Google find our names, it. you'll find us lots of places. All right. Peace. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We hope you really enjoyed the content. We are eager to chat with the most interesting people about topics you care about. Please connect with us on social media at Moms That Say, at Moms TO, and at Dr. Dina Kulik, and share your comments, requests, and to continue the conversation. If you want to hear more, click subscribe and rate us too. We're all about the feedback because this podcast is for you. Have a great rest of week. Until next time.